Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair that satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very much, and welcome into this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. So great to be with you. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. You can hear us on SiriusXM 203, iHeartRadio on GNN Radio or Sports Byline Network. You can also find us where your favorite podcasts are found. And we're live on our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. So great to be with you. Talking golf, wrapping up a major championship season on the PGA Tour. And congrats to Brian Harmon, who is the champion golfer of the year. And if you've been listening to this show, you know that we were calling for Brian Harmon to win last week, and nobody else was. That's why we give you the insights found nowhere else right here on Real Golf Radio. That is a complete lie. Nobody was talking about Brian Harmon, including us, although I've always enjoyed Brian Harmon. I've yeah. always thought he looked like Marky Mark uh, out there, a little lefty, <laughs> uh, kind of a little swagger, you know, st- short in stature, but uh, lots of swagger out there, and and he gets it going. And I think I even commented to you, Bob, here we go, first round of the Open, no surprise, Brian Harmon there near the top of the leaderboard because that just seems to be what he does, yeah. but he doesn't continue to be relevant throughout the tournament until last week where he just kept shifting gears and that 67 went to a 65 and then just for a good measure he dropped a 6970 on the weekend and it was good enough for a six shot victory wow impressive stuff hats off brian Harmon. yeah you you know a left-hander we know him as a left-hander but that's the only thing he does left-handed is play golf but you know great walker cup player great junior player won the u.s junior amateur um, and you know, when you got a, a guy that has that pedigree, played golf at Georgia, um, kind of lost his way there a little bit, he said at Georgia and, uh, and just didn't, hadn't really gotten it back, but here's a guy that he's won twice on tour and going into last week's event, he was number 26 in the world. That blew me away that he was number 26. I thought he was yeah. well down from that, but I'll tell you what, he played some, played some great golf and he flat rolled the ball 
last week at the Open Championship. <laughs> he made it look easy. It felt like he had something that everybody else just couldn't figure out, and that was holing those putts and avoiding yep. the pot bunkers. We'll talk about that. We'll recap the Open and the four majors and look forward to the FedEx Cup and the Ryder Cup as we continue next here on Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters expertly printed by Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on the latest tech and tech total support plans to keep your new or existing PC running right. Plus, save on all your back to school essentials from notebooks to markers. And right now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off your in-store purchase of $50 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. N729. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Every piece of land has a story. For the Nelsons, it's cruising around their Montana ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. We're not afraid to jump in and help each other out. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. It's all about efficiency. Like teaching visitors to fly fish. The whole joy with fly fishing is matching the hatch. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com radio. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789. Now, back 
to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, broadcasting from Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com where you can find out about these, this great new golf resort that is going up here in southern Utah and featuring a Tom Weiskopf championship design layout that's going to host next year's PGA Tour Black Desert Classic in the fall FedEx schedule that's just to be announced here in just a couple of weeks. Also, the 2025 spring, we're going to have the Black Desert Championship on the LPGA Tour. Looking forward to having both tours play this tremendous layout that was designed by the late, great Tom Weiskopf, his final design and uh, certainly a great tribute. And there's some real estate opportunities available. This is going to be a full-service resort, water park, uh, restaurants, shopping, spa, the whole nine yards. It's available. Check it out at blackdesertresort.com. For, to find out more information. And as we wrap up last week's uh, Open Championship, we'll, uh, wrap up the four majors, the regular season is wrapping up next week, and then we're into the playoffs. So many implications. Jeff Babineau is going to join us coming up next. Jim McCabe and the caddy on the back nine, so stay tuned for that. And I'll tell you what, Jim McCabe, first of all, you got to love his voice. Second, you got to love his uh, articles that he puts out on uh, Power Fades every week. And he introduces something that I'd never heard before, but maybe described differently, it's called Duende. Find out about Duende. He says Brian Harmon has Duende. He says the Open Championship has Duende. He says places like Wingfoot and National Golf Links and Pebble Beach have Duende, but Beth Page Black and Oakmont do not have Duende. Hmm, interesting. He said yeah. Palmer had Duende. Sevy had it. Johnny had it. But he said Jack didn't have it. What is this Duende? We'll talk about that coming up on the back nine. I like it, uh, and I'm intrigued, so I can't wait to visit with McCabe. Um, Bob, you yeah. mentioned that uh, we didn't see Brian Harmon coming out here. The question that I have, which always amazes me, unless it was Tiger Woods, we just came to expect it on a regular basis from him. How does one player, and I'll, I'll throw it in there, particularly Brian Harmon, who's yeah. somewhat unsuspecting, how does a guy go out and just – lap the rest of the field these are the best players in the game all assembled all playing the same golf course i don't think there was a real huge disparity in in the draw i don't know that one person got any particular better side of the weather in fact the weather that was supposed to come never really even came um a little bit of rain but not the winds in the rain that we expected for three-fourths of the tournament it just really wasn't there so given that how is one guy able to just outclass the rest of the field by six shots well first of all um Brian Harmon had his A game definitely last week at the Open Championship. And if you're going to outlap and do better than the rest of the field considerably, then you've, you've got to have that. He definitely had his A game with his putting. Um, as we all know, 58 of 59 inside 10 feet, 10 feet and in. And uh, for the week, he was first in strokes gained putting at 11.57. So against the average, the average of the of the field, he beat just in putting. He beat him by almost eleven and a half, twelve shots. So when you look at that, you look at uh, he was eleventh off the tee at three point two six. Didn't hit a fairway bunker. Didn't only put it in two bunkers, and those were both around the green. And he got the one up and down on the last hole. Um, you know his approach to the green. He was thirty fourth, but not great. Um, probably because he was a little further back. But uh, uh, strokes gained, 2.35. And around the green, um, he's known as a really good chipper and putter of the ball. Um, He was 36th in the field. 
um, and uh, 1.44. But where he really stood out was keeping the ball in play off the fairway, uh, on the fairway, and off the tee, and uh, and then his flat stick on the greens was spectacular. So he only hit two of those pot bunkers. There was 82 yep. of them, I believe, bunkers around the golf course. He only hit two of them for the week. And then his stat, just just say that again for the people in the back. What was his percentage were putts inside of 10 feet, or what was his make for putts inside the 10 feet for the week? He was 58 of 59, 93.8%. He made 58 of 59 putts from 10 feet and in on the week? That's correct. On greens there that didn't seem to be super breaky, but did have some subtleness to it that fooled the rest of the field who missed him yeah. with regularity. Yeah. That is incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. You know, for, for I've never a, seen a stat of strokes gained at eleven point five seven. With never the putter? seen that. With the putter. With the putter. Just the putter. Eleven point five seven. Eleven and a half shots. Eleven and a half shots better than the average, the field average. It's crazy. Wow. That's amazing. What, overall, what did you think of it? What stood out to you? I mean, obviously, you've got to stand in awe of what Brian Harmon was able to accomplish. I think it's surprising when you look up and you're like, wait, Tom Kim? Yeah. Jason Day? Yeah. Sepp Tom Strzok? Kim on a bump ankle. Right. But those guys he, were in the tie for second with John Rahm. I mean, you hardly even knew they were there uh, for, yeah. for much of the, of, of the competition. You, you sort of knew that Rahm was there. He got within three shots. You knew that. Rory was tr- chasing for a little while, but Tom Kim, you know, kind of sneaks in there with, you know, he opened with a 74. Think about that. Uh, yeah. 68, 68, 67. Um, he just got off to a bad start. John Rom got off to a bad start, 74. And then went 70, 63 to vault himself right there. And then you thought the charge was coming and he could only manage a 70 in the final round. So obviously tougher conditions are on Sunday with the, with the rain, but um, what, what stands out to you? Aside from Brian Harmon and his brilliance, what stands out to you for the rest of the guys? Well, I think um, what's interesting with the rest of the guys is that guys in today's game are so focused on hitting it long, getting it down there as far as you can, and being able to be aggressive and attack a golf course. And that was kind of the opposite of what needed to happen last week at the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. You had to get the ball in the fairway. You had to do what you needed to do to stay out of the pot bunkers. Because if you hit it in a pot bunker, guess what? You were going out sideways, one way or the other. There's no chance you could get it to the green. They were too deep. They were too penal. And there's no chance you could you could even advance it. Um, it. Or you were lucky if you could advance it, but not a chance you could hit it on a green from out of a fairway pot bunker. So you had to figure out what you were going to do to keep it out of those. And guys kept pushing it, kept pushing it, kept pushing it, and ended up making bogeys where they didn't need to make a bogey, where they needed to come up and hit something in from, let's say, 20 or 30 yards shorter, um, which isn't that big of a deal for these guys and how far they hit the golf ball. So um, I think – he took what the golf course gave him, and the other guys didn't, and that's why you saw him um, win the golf tournament by six shots. And, of course, the putting the putting was was amazing where the other guys didn't putt as well. For okay, sure. I appreciate that you're able to putt better. There's, there's sort of nothing you can do about that in a way. Yep. yep. But everybody's capable of hitting it short of the bunkers. Absolutely. Off the tee. 
That's what Tiger did in 2006. Even though the golf course was baked out and hard, he had one driver the whole tournament, mostly hit irons off the tees, hit those low stingers, all that kind of thing, because he wanted to run it down there as far as he could with his irons. And he just said to himself, hey, I'm a better iron player than the rest of the field. You know what? I'm going to go out, and this is the way I'm going to play it. This is my plan, and he won the golf tournament. People will argue and say, well, because it was wet and green, you couldn't run it up the fairway with the same sort of speed and distance that Tiger had when it was basically baked out and hard and fast. But there's plenty. These guys have plenty of clubs that they can hit that would get them to a similar distance and still be short of those bunkers out in the fairway, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they were, uh, as we talked to to Greg last year or last week, he said, this is probably the best set of bunkering I've seen on a Lynx course because they come into play and are such a difficult um, thing to miss uh, and also to play out of. So I agree with him. Yeah, interesting. Rory McIlroy tied for sixth. He now has 20 top tens in majors since his most recent major win at the 2014 PGA Championship. That's the most of any player in that span, and he has seven top tens in the last eight majors. So Rory's putting himself there. He's going to take a lot of criticism. There's no question because he's not, quote-unquote, getting it done, picking up that fifth major. But, I mean, he, he puts himself in contention. That That is Scotty Scheffler's putting himself in contention. Those are the things that you have to do in order to give yourself a chance, and I think it'll come. It's a matter of time. I don't think Rory's done winning major no championship. Doubt. Coming no up doubt. next, Jeff Babineau is going to join us. We'll get his take on uh, last week's Open as well as the four major championships in the upcoming Ryder Cup. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. 
If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738 You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again for joining us. It's Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. And joined now by our good friend. He's a veteran golf journalist and uh, regular on the show, Jeff Babineau, our guest. Hey, Babs, how are you? I'm doing good. Good morning. Yeah, good to have you uh, back on. I understand you're, you're sort of in your home Home country, this, uh, I don't know, country, your homeland, I guess, this at uh, this time. Yeah. I'm in the old, I, I fled Orlando, Florida in the heat, and I'm in the old uh, stomping grounds in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So hopefully we get some nice temps and some nice beach days and a little golf weather and have a good week. Man, that sounds real good. Good for you. Good for you. Well deserved. Thanks. Hey, I uh, thought we'd chat a little bit. I mean, four majors are, are over in the men's game, and it's it, always an interesting time when you realize we have to wait all the way until April of next year before we see major championship golf for the men. And, you know, it's we, we still have FedEx Cup playoffs to look forward to. We still have the Ryder Cup to look forward to. But, you know, it is a bit of a end of a season, quote-unquote, with the Open Championship wrapping up and no major in, in August. What Just what was your thoughts? I guess let's start with the Open and – what uh, Brian Harmon was able to accomplish at Royal Liverpool last week. Yeah, I mean, he, he took that thing by the horns on uh, what, early Friday morning when most of us were getting up here on the East Coast, and it, it was pretty much done. He, he uh, I know at one point maybe his lead got to two, but he just it was amazing, I think, how well he played. And when I mean, you have that sometimes, you have the one guy who just separates himself. Usually it's Tiger Woods, right? When, we're not used to it being Brian Harmon, and so that was a little different, but he just he just took it on and never gave anyone a whole lot of hope. And and uh, you know, to me, it was an amazing performance. I mean, I see you know Joel Beal at Golf Digest cut a lot of heat for writing that the major was kind of a dud, but to me, that's the ultimate compliment to what Brian Harmon did. I mean, he kind of took the life right out of that tournament and left a little hope for everybody else. So you know, kudos to him. He's he's got the great pedigree. He's always been a guy that's checked off every box along the way, and he just hadn't had that success at the big tour. So it was kind of neat to see him get a major. You know, what's interesting about what he was able to accomplish last week, the two stats that jump out to me, 58 to 59 inside, or 10 feet and inside, and, um, and his putting stat, uh, 
He was first for the week in strokes gained at 11.57, so almost 11 and a half shots better than the field. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw. I think he had maybe 12 fewer putts than Tiger when Tiger won there in 06. I, I think I saw his stats said something like that. Uh, I mean, and he was hitting fairways. So you're hitting fairways and you're putting better than anyone else at a place where you really needed to avoid those bunkers. Uh, he was only in two of them all week, and that was a you know that was a great recipe, right? I mean, when you're putting that well, you can recover. You can uh, your short game can make a lot of pars at places you're missing greens when you are, and um, it, it was pretty thorough. Um, it was the kind of performance I think. Brian Harmon expected out of himself a lot of these years and just didn't have that little extra belief to, to get it done. So, um, you know, he had a couple, he got off to a wobbly start, a couple rounds on the weekend, and both times just riding himself beautifully and it was the strongest guy out there. So there was there was no doubt left in that tournament. Uh, and, and it was due to the way he performed both off the tee and on the green. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You sort of answered, I guess you gave the actual answer, you and Bob just now, with the amount of putts and the missing bunkers, to my question, which is, how does a guy like Brian Harmon, let me rephrase it, how does anybody play that much better than the rest of the field of the best players in the world? It, It always is amazing to me that when you assemble a field like you would in a major championship, that one player could not name Tiger Woods, let's throw that caveat in there, could actually play that much better than every other player. I know he made less putts, took fewer putts. I know he missed bunkers, right? He he hit fairways. Yeah. But, I mean, those guys are all capable of that, right? You're telling me that John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, you know, these these guys are not capable of doing that? that? That's what's amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, me too, that, that no one's able to make a run or hang with him. Um, but you just have those weeks sometimes, right? I mean, and as you said, usually it was with Tiger Woods attached to it. Um, I, I saw someone write this week how boring the 2000 U.S. Open was when Tiger won by 15. Uh, I thought it was fascinating because you had one guy winning by 15 shots over a right. field of, you know, 155 of the other best players in the world. I mean, that seemed like, that was the ultimate varsity versus the JV. And uh, he did the same thing at the St. Andrews one year and uh, just t- took off. So, you know, Martin Keimer at Pinehurst number two winning the U.S. Open. Sometimes you just have it that those weeks, it just shows the talent level at the top when they're on and they're, they're just on that little extra and all things are hitting, how they are able to separate themselves. Because a lot of the chasers weren't doing a whole lot wrong. Uh, last week, but it wasn't a place where you're going to make a ton of birdies, even with the wind down a little bit. Um, and, and Brian Harmon just built that lead and kept it. So, uh, I mean, it did make for, you kept waiting for that guy to make a move on a weekend on him, but Harmon just pretty much didn't allow it. So you just have those certain weeks where one guy is, is that much better than the rest. You know, the, the recipe there, we saw it way back when, when Tiger won in 2006. The recipe was hit it short of the bunkers, hit it on the greens, or get it around the greens, and, uh, and get it up and down if you, don't, if you don't hit the green. And that's exactly what Brian and Harmon did. I, you know, I, I think what the question that Brian asked about the other 156 players is guys are so used to pushing it up the fairway, getting up as far as they can, taking on the bunkers, those kinds of things. And that's maybe not the recipe – 
for Royal Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting a different kind of uh, end this year from that course, like a little bit longer. It was playing really long um, for a Lynx course. And, you know, Tiger, you remember him in 06, you just saw the puff of dust every <laughs> time he was ripping those four irons around the place. It was so dry and so fast. And this time around, you had uh, it was a little uh, damper and more receptive, certainly the greens. Um, but you still saw some odd, you know, bounces and firm stuff. Um, it, it's yeah, he, he just he had the recipe right. I mean, I, I saw a lot of guys miss putts inside ten feet. I mean, for every oh, yeah. twenty-five footer that Sip Straka would make, it seemed like there was a five footer he'd miss, or Cam Young would miss a four footer. Well, Rom the first day never got himself into it early because he was missing those, you know, those five, six foot putts that you need to keep momentum going. So guys would always have that momentum interrupter, you know, and, and, uh, Harmon never really did. He just kept burying those putts and pushing forward. And, and, uh, so it was, it was almost frustrating to watch as a fan because you wanted somebody to push him harder and, and see what he would do with a two shot lead on that back nine Sunday. Um, but, those guys just didn't come close, and, and part of that was how brilliantly Harmon was. Jeff Babineau is our guest here on Real Golf Radio, looking back at the Open and the four major championships. So, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, those are a couple names that you expect to win majors, and then Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon uh, for the last two. Interesting, right? I mean, it's not exactly 2003 yeah. where they were all surprise right. winners, but uh, this I don't know that anybody saw the the last two coming in, in Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon, but when you look back at this major championship season, which one stands out to you, and, and for what reasons, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I mean, I'd I'd almost list Kepka in the in the um, and it would sound dumb probably, which it's, it's not new to me. Uh, but winning a major this year as a bit of a surprise because we didn't know how tested he was, right? I mean, he, he's always been a guy with with disinterest, kind of in a regular tour event opposed to a big time uh, major event. So I would even list him in there, even even. So he showed us what he showed us at Augusta before he won the PGA. Um, but but maybe Wyndham Clark stands out among there because I really, you, you watched in real time as a guy kind of stepped into a different layer out mm-hmm. there, a different level on the tour. Um, people believed he could do it. You know, I know he's worked with Boyd Summerhays, uh, a really good ball striker. He's gotten his own way a whole lot of times. Uh, he had a tough he had a tough break in his life, losing his mom early on and dealt with that. That was, you know, this is off course life that happens too. And, um, but, but you almost at the U S open, you almost watched this guy step into a new level. And it was kind of cool to see. And, and you saw the confidence he carried in the open, even, uh, as a major champion now, now we'll see in the Ryder cup. And it's kind of cool to watch somebody's journey like that when they do make it get on the other side. And, um, so I, out of all of them, you know, I, we expect Rom to win a major, a bunch of them, and and these other ones. I don't know that we expected Brian Harmon for sure. He was a hundred hundred to one shot, but I thought uh, Wyndham Clark's win was cool because it just puts him at another level of golf. Hey, let's transition to Ryder Cup because a couple of years ago at Whistling Straits, we were looking at a nucleus that yeah. we said, hey, this is a young American team that seems to have it all figured out. This is the group that's now going to do what Team Europe has done to the U.S. for the last two decades, it would seem. 
And now here you go, like just the two guys we talked about, you know, Harmon and Clark, they weren't ever in the conversation. They're in, they're squarely in the Ryder Cup. And right. you start looking at some of the guys that are struggling, like a Justin Thomas. And we didn't know about Live Golf back then. So now you essentially lose uh, Dustin Johnson and and uh, potentially Brooks Kepka and, and Bryson DeChambeau. So, you know, Tony Fina has been struggling a little bit lately. So you start looking at at some of the nucleus and you go, wow, this, this could very well be a different team. Maybe a Keegan Bradley's back in there. Ricky Fowler playing himself maybe back in there. You know, those types of things. What do you, what do you think? Is it a little more unsettled going to Rome? than what we thought? Oh, I think it's hugely more unsettled. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you left with some straights and there was talk like, oh, this, this crew is going to win the next five cups. And it just shows you how great that competition is because it just never works that way, does it? Uh, it's been 30 years since the U.S. has won on, on a foreign course in the Ryder Cup. And, I mean, if you look at them right now, you know, I think the Ryder Cup's all about momentum. And it's all about uh, putting. And right now, you, Zach Johnson as a team, I don't think he was really expecting to have. So I think for him, there's a lot of adjustments ahead, right? I mean, you weren't expecting Keegan. Uh, you didn't know Wyndham Clark was going to be on that team. Ryan Harmon certainly had never played in the Ryder Cup. He wasn't a guy you're looking at. And you weren't looking at guys like JT. And I mean, DJ was 5-0 and last time mm-hmm. where it was some straights. I, I don't see him being part of this. And I, and I don't know that JT will be unless – Zach Johnson picks him as, as kind of trying to instill him with some confidence, but it's a, you know, golf's a funny game. It's not like you can just flip a switch and your game is there and your form is there. So I think it's a hugely different uh, team than what we thought we would have leaving whistling straights, uh, winning in such dominant fashion. And you look across the side and, and you see waiting for you is Rory and John Rahm and, and some of these other guys that are heating up, you know, tough competitors and, and I think you have a you know a, a brawl that's going to happen across the pond, and um, certainly early on the U.S. was a huge favorite, even going to on foreign soil. And uh, right now, I see this as a pretty even competition. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. You know, um, Brian and I were talking back and forth on this last night for probably over an hour with everything. <laughs> going on you know freddie couples came out and made a comment and he said max Homa is mm. going to be in italy without getting anyone in trouble uh cam yeah. young will be in italy and jordan spieth yeah. will be in italy kind of taking those picks if they don't make it yeah. on on points and then you know you look at like you said justin thomas almost uh an ian poulter pick when ian wasn't really doing much and uh right. captain nick faldo picked him but when you look at Justin Thomas, he's 6-0-1 in his Ryder Cup record in, in two Ryder yeah. Cups, playing alongside Jordan Spieth. God, that's, you know, when, when a guy wins six and a half points in two Cups, that's kind of hard to leave off. I agree. And, and the last time you were across the pond when they played in Paris, uh, he was their best player. You know, I think yeah. he went 4-0-1, took down Rory. Um, definitely the best player on that team. And, yeah, I, I mean – who, as you say, Freddie kind of let the cat out of the bag with Max Homa and, and Cam Young and Spieth definitely being a part of that team. So that leaves all these guys for three spots. And it's interesting. I mean, it's a tough spot. It's, it's always the toughest spot for the captain, I think, is making those calls. But I don't know that a lot of guys on, on the outside of that top nine, if you will, are screaming to be inside, outside of you know, possibly Ricky. Ricky's played very well. And, showed up at the U.S. Open and has played very consistently. And Keegan's played very well. You know, he's got a huge 
spirit. Um, you know, great team guy. Uh, you got Xander, who all of a sudden you, you can look down that lineup and say, who are our putters? Uh, I, I'm going to want Xander Shoffley as one of the guys who can make yeah. some putts on that team. Uh, your top guy, Scotty Scheffler, has done everything but putt well this year. Uh, and the Ryder Cup is, is it's a big part of it. It's knocking down those 15, 20-foot putts. So I think JT is going to be a huge um, decision for Zach. I think if he does pick him, I think the team will rally around him. Like you said, he'll have speed. He's not the steadiest guy in the world to, to team with, right, if you look at the ultimate shot. Um, but I think that would infuse him with some confidence. But to me, that's the huge. Uh, right now it would be 50-50 on whether or not you take JT with you. Mm. What if, it, Let me ask a quick question. With the playoffs coming up, what if Brooks drops out of the top six? Um, does Captain Johnson go to um, the rest of the players that he's thinking about and, and say, do you want Brooks on that team, and do you think it needs to be a unanimous decision? I, I don't know that it would have to be unanimous, but I think it, it would. I mean, I think the, the team's going to feel like this way or that way. The way I've seen it all along, the, the two names that popped early as live guys with the potential to make the U.S. team are, are Kepka and DJ. And I don't see that the U.S. players have a problem with either one of those two guys. Uh, you, you know Brooks is a big game player. And if you're, you're bringing some guys over there that you know are untested, you're bringing rookies on the road, don't you want a, a couple of those guys in your corner that are kind of proven – uh, they're big game players, big stage players, and you know who has swagger like Kepka. So maybe maybe it's not DJ, even after being five and zero the last time around. But but certainly I think Kepka has to be part of that team, or or people are going to question that. And um, and you're going to need some experience. If all of a sudden you have a U.S. team that that's going to lack for experience, which is kind of amazing where we were two years ago, but that's the reality. And uh, so I think Zach Johnson's going to want to have that card in, in his in his deck. Well, that is going to be fun to watch. And I think there's some guys that need to do some work over the next few events, including the playoffs to get themselves in there. And we'll be watching. Certainly that European team, by the way, is starting to stack up to look pretty dang good too. When you yeah. look at some of the players, yeah. that, you know, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood was my pick for the three last three majors um, mm. of the year because he's been playing so well and he didn't quite get it done, but he was certainly right there. What a great ball striker. And we know what he is capable of doing. Certainly in France, that whole Mollywood thing was, uh, was off the charts. So you just never yeah. you never know what these guys can do, and uh, it's going to be fun. Certainly something to look forward to. Jeff, thanks for your time, man. Enjoy your stay up there in Cape Cod, and always fun to talk golf with you. Appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. All right, that was Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. More of the show next. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance. 
We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft XLS. Find the ball for you at CallawayGolf.com. Better for the best, better for everyone. Here's an interesting one. Brian Harmon, when you talk about his win, he entered the week with 29 top 10s on the PGA Tour since the start of the 17-18 season, which was the most by any player without a win in that span. So on the one hand, that's one of those best players yet to win a major comments, right? Yeah. It's great yeah. to be included. It means you're playing well, but you just haven't gotten something done. But 29 top 10s, the most of any player without a win in that span. Now it's Tommy Fleetwood with 27 top mm. 10s without a win since the 17-18 season. So I guess it shouldn't be a surprise. That's a guy that's been playing really good golf, just hasn't broken through and won. You just don't necessarily expect him to jump through on the biggest of stages and win the most coveted of trophies there in the Claret Jug. Uh, so, But, yeah, uh, impressive stuff. And watch for Tommy Fleetwood. He's a guy that I've continued to pick and I'll continue to pick. I think he's he's next. He's certainly do. And that kind of transitions a little bit into the Ryder Cup discussion we're talking about with Babs just now, where, you know, this this European team, you started to think, you know, so many of these guys left for live, and 
the the guys that were the stalwarts that have been dominating the Americans for so long, they're not on their game anymore. So and and the this this USA team just seems to be so strong and right. young that this this does it seems pretty bleak for Europe. How bleak does it look right now? This is just the world points. John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood. We just mentioned. Matt Fitzpatrick, U.S. Open winner from a year ago. Sepp Straka, Shane Lowry, Justin Rose, who won at Pebble Beach, Robert McIntyre. That's your top 10 right there from the world, world points. points. Those are the yep. world, but those are the guys that are playing mostly on the PGA Tour, right? So those are, that's strong stuff. You go to yep. European points and you add in um, a Victor Perez. Um, you add in. I'm not even sure who some of these guys are, to be honest with you. I don't know that right. they're necessarily right. going to jump in there. But um, Yost Luton, maybe an Alex Noren. So you throw a few guys in there. May- maybe they're not quite as deep top to bottom, but I'll tell you what, that top 10 from the world points looks pretty dang strong for Team Europe, and that's a home game. Yeah, another guy that's played really well on Europe this year is Adrian Moronk, and uh, he's fifth right now on the European points list. But as you said, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Robert McIntyre on the, on the European points list are, are in the points right there. And then when you go to the world, you got Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood. Those are an amazing six players. And then, you know, a guy that's outside is Straka. A guy, another guy outside is Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, so, you know, when you look at the, at the, the first eight, those guys all have, um, first seven out of eight ha- all have Ryder Cup experience, and Sepp Straka is really playing some great golf. He just won, uh, shooting 62 in the final round at the John Deere, and then he finished his second at the Open Championship. So um, he's taken a couple weeks off, and or no, he played this week, and he, then he's taken next week off, and then going right into the playoffs, and then you know, and then we're looking at the at the the Ryder Cup. So um, yeah, Europe, you know. And then you've got the, what, the 13th man, um, so to speak, in, in Europe and playing over there on foreign soil for the U.S. team, which we haven't won in how long? 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. 30 years. So, and the upheaval of what's going on with the, the U.S. squad and the points, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. We've got the same, almost the same guys in the top six, except for Brian Harmon. Moving into number three, Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantley. And then who are the other six going to be? Freddie Couples threw out um, – he threw out uh, Cam Young, and he threw out Max Homa, and he threw out Jordan Spieth. So now we're down to three more three picks. Well, that just, and, and that's just that's sticking with yeah. chalk, right? I mean, that's yeah. as it sits, those are seven, eight, and nine on the list, right? So that's correct. You name the top six, he's saying seven, eight, and nine, Homa, Young, and Spieth are all going. So yep. that's that's telling me the nine are in with three remaining, right? Yep. So Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, and Ricky Fowler are your next three if you just stayed with chalk. Outside of chalk, you got Burns, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, who is a, we're going to talk right. about. And then you got Denny McCarthy, who's had a heck of a year. Kirk Kitayama, who won. Will Zalatoris is out with injury. Harris English, Tony Finau at 19. Chris Kirk at 20. And Sayat Tagala, who just won, uh, who is sitting there at 21. So an interesting group. Which of those players 
those additional, what do we got there, 10 players? Yeah. Nine, nine, 10 players? What what three are you going to select of those? Well, you know, the interesting that thing that's going to happen here in the next few weeks is Brooks Kepka is not getting any Ryder Cup points uh, in the next uh, three to four weeks, five weeks. So how far is he going to drop? Is he going to drop outside the top six? Because currently he's at fourth. If he drops outside the top sixth, then the question is, does he merit a does he merit a captain's pick? And I think Captain Zach Johnson is going to have to go to the players and say, "Hey, um, do we want Brooks Kepka on the team? Um, do you want to play with him? Does do do we need him on the team?" Um, Brooks is is an impressive figure. Um, a um, he's got the swagger. He's uh, he's a guy that you need. Um, maybe going into Italy as a guy that you need to um, kind of be impressive and uh, and that kind of thing. So the, the um, Duende, yeah, that we're going to talk about. That's it. He's got Duende. Some, he's some Duende. Definitely Brooks Kepka Duende. Okay, um, but I would say I would say in my opinion right now, and I was so far away from this and any of the live guys playing. I think Brooks Kepka would be a great guy to be on the team if he has to get picked, and I think he will get picked. Well, you as, look at the Americans. The team. Well, look at the Americans. You got Scotty Scheffler, who won the players. Wyndham yep. Clark's the U.S. Open champ. Brian Harmon's the Open champ, and Brooks Kepka is the PGA champion. So yep. you've got basically of the biggest five events of the season. You got four of the winners right there. So why wouldn't you want Brooks Kepka on there? And of course, John Rahm's the Masters champ, and he'll be playing on Team Europe. But uh, I, I look at this, Bob. After John Rahm's four wins, which leads the tour this season, right. you've got what five, six guys that have. Multiple win seasons. You're talking mm-hmm. about Keegan Bradley, Wyndham Clark, Tony Finau, Max Homa, and then you got Scheffler and McElroy. Okay, Scheffler and McElroy are both on their respective teams. So now you start looking at the rest of the guys. Wyndham Clark, he's on the team. He's the U.S. Open champ. He's already up there. He's going to make it on points. So now you've got Homa, which is just outside, currently sits at seventh. And again, these can all shuffle. Uh, and then you got Homa, Finau, and Bradley. Yes. So to me, you got to look at those guys unless you want to subscribe to the fact that Tony hasn't been playing his best golf of late, but Tony was solid. He's got a, I think a three and three record in Ryder cup and he's one of the multiple winners on tour. And he's one of those nucleus, great team guys. I have a hard time thinking that Tony Fino is not on that team, and he's good friends with Zach Johnson. I don't want to make it yep. personal, but yep. you know, there's, there's something to be said about that. So we need to talk about that. If Tony is on there, who's not? Justin Thomas, as you mentioned, a ridiculous Ryder Cup record. How do you leave that guy off? Boy, there's a lot to talk about. Good stuff. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up hour number one. Still a lot to come on the back nine. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more 
pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Jeff Babineau. Stay tuned on the back nine. Jim McCabe, you're going to want to stay tuned for this one and find out what Dewende is all about. This is awesome. And the caddy's going to join us as well. You know, Babs was talking about putting, Bob. You start yeah. looking at it, and Max Homa is 12th. On the PGA Tour in putting, right? He's a great putter. And he's got the two wins. Tony Finau's all the way down at 100. Yeah. And so you start to think Ricky Fowler has the one win, but he's 30th. Uh, Patrick Cantlay's 27th. Um, Sam Burns is ninth. Danny McCarthy's third on the PGA Tour in putting. Yes. Sh- uh, Shoffley is Yet seventh. Yet to win, though. Right. But I'm just saying, when you start looking at putters, those are some of the guys you're looking at. And I'll tell you what, when you look at the top... Like 50 best putters on the PGA Tour, sure a lot that are going to be on that European team, I can tell you that. Yeah. 
That's going to be interesting. All right. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two is coming up next. Lots more to talk about. Wrapping up the major season, wrapping up uh, the regular FedEx Cup season. Hey, sports fans. This is Andy Dorf. Check out my show, Dorf on Sports, Byline Sunday, each and every Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time on Dorf on Sports, on the Sports Byline USA radio network and sportsbyline.com. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. An Ohio canine officer being shown the door after his dog attacked an unarmed black truck driver. Reports indicate the black man had his hands up after a highway chase. The now former Circleville, Ohio police officer is Ryan Speakman. A use of force review appeared to clear him of all wrongdoing, but the Circleville Police Department fired him anyway, effective immediately. The local Black Lives Matter chapter was still planning to protest outside Circleville's police department on Saturday. I'm Ryan Daniels. The Federal Reserve no longer forecasting a U.S. recession this year. That's what Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told reporters after the central bank raised interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point yesterday. He said inflation has moderated, but there's still a long way to go to get it down to the 2% goal. The massive heat wave continues today, putting more than 140 million Americans under heat alerts. Record-breaking temperatures will continue in the southwest because of the heat dome that has parked itself over the region. And that blistering heat is also now invading the Midwest, pushing afternoon highs above 100 degrees. Forecasters are warning that the heat and humidity could last for days. Cities like St. Louis, Wichita, and Kansas City will roast in temperatures 10 to 20 degrees above average. The heat wave will also affect the northern part of the country this week, with New York City expecting record highs in the upper 90s on Thursday and Friday. I'm John Schaefer. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is supposed to have the floating barrier in the region. Rio Grande removed. DOJ attorneys asked the court to order that barrier to come down. They also asked that the state of Texas not install any future barriers while the case is pending. Earlier this week, the DOJ sued the state of Texas over that floating barrier. This is USA News. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leaving Bargain liquid detergent. NASCAR taking steps to keep fans safe from the excessive heat this weekend. 
The Cookout 400 is set for Sunday, and thousands of fans are expected at the Richmond Raceway. NASCAR will add cooling stations and misting tents. Meanwhile, the city of Richmond yesterday opened two cooling shelters. They're open through Saturday from 11 to 6 at the Social Services Marshall Plaza building on East Marshall Street and the Southside Community Service Center on Hall Street. Public libraries are also serving as cooling stations. I'm Richard Stelling. Hulk Hogan is engaged during a speech at a friend's wedding over the weekend. The retired professional wrestler shared that he and girlfriend Sky Daly are planning on tying the knot. The Hulkster, whose legal name is Terry Bolia, has been married twice before. Today is the birthday of a legend. And what's up, Doc? That's right, Bugs Bunny's 83rd birthday. It was on this day in history, July 27th, 1940. Bugs Bunny debuted in A Wild Hair, a short animated film released by Warner Brothers. His voice originally done by Mel Blanc, who was told that Bugs was a rascally rabbit, so Mel thought he had to sound tough. Mel said there's no one tougher than a New Yorker from Brooklyn or the Bronx, so he mixed the two together for Bugs' voice. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very much, and welcome into the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Jeff Babineau joined us hour number one. Twitter handles at RealGolf. If you missed that interview or any part of the first hour and you want to hear it, we'll post it to our Twitter feed at RealGolf. You can also download it where your favorite podcast is found. Catch us on our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, Salt Lake City, Utah, Sirius XM 203, iHeartRadio on GNN Radio or the Sports Byline Radio Network and wherever your favorite podcasts are found. We appreciate you being with us. Again, Twitter, at Real Golf. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Still to come this hour, Jim McCabe, one of our favorite Bostonians. I guess we've got a couple of New Englanders, Bob, uh, joining us yeah. here on the show. Babs also 
up there in Cape Cod this weekend. Caddy's going to join us as well. So we've got all of that. Boy, topics on the table. Open championship. Brian Harmon, what he did there and what the other players didn't do. Uh, also wrapping up the regular season. we got FedEx Cup playoffs just around the corner. We've got Ryder Cup selections, and that is a hot topic mm-hmm. as well. So uh, let's begin with Brian Harmon and give him his due. I just have a hard time really wrapping my head around the fact that he missed one of 59 putts inside of 10 feet for the entire week. <laughs> Bob, that's, I mean, are you kidding me? That's good. Even your dad yeah. would be impressed with that. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, it's super crazy. But, you know, you get you get a feeling on the greens. He's a good putter. He's a good chipper around the greens. Um, and it, it, the short game was on point, and that's what allowed him to be able to make all those putts. Yeah, it, putts inside 10 feet, he made 58 out of 59. And his strokes game putting for the week was 11.57. He's that much better than the field. Wow. 11 and a half shots better with the flat stick. I mean, come on. Yeah, than on. the average player, than the average for the week. Are you Correct. kidding me? Yep. Well, hats off to Brian Harmon, champion golfer of the year. And I was... I'll admit I didn't know all that I needed to know about Brian Harmon until he was there in contention and then went on to win. But a two-time Walker Cupper, you don't hear a lot about that because a lot of the best players turn pro and then they're not eligible for the Walker Cup. But two-time Walker Cupper and a junior amateur, U.S. junior amateur champ. So obviously the guy knows a little something. And didn't you tell me his uh, match play record is pretty good in that Walker Cup, right? Wasn't he 4-1 and or something like that? Yeah, he was Yeah, 4-0-4 or something like that. Yeah, that's, it, it was four, good. One so and four. He's yeah. about to be a Ryder Cupper, and I think based on yes, what we've seen, I think he's going to be good for the team. We're going to get into it all next here on the Back Nine of Rogue Off Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com, and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters expertly printed by Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on the latest tech and tech total support plans to keep your new or existing PC running right. Plus, save on all your back to school essentials from notebooks to markers. And right now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off your in-store purchase of $50 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. N729. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Every piece of land has a story. For the Nelsons, it's cruising around their Montana ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. We're not afraid to jump in and help each other out. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. It's all about efficiency. Like teaching visitors to fly fish. The whole joy with fly fishing is matching the hatch. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com radio. 
Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789-800-345-2789. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, broadcasting from Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com where you can find out about all the exciting things happening at this new resort that is being built. The hotel looks unbelievable. It's huge. Going to have a 25,000 square feet of convention space, 450 rooms. Going to have restaurants in there, a spa. I think it's like a 15,000 square foot spa. Can you imagine? Mm. And a, a prime steakhouse overlooking the 19th hole in the first tee. It's going to be a great setting. Tour. LPGA and PGA Tour both coming to town in a year, the next year to two years. And, um, yeah, it's just exciting. And there's real estate opportunities that's something you're going to want to be a part of. You're just hearing about it, or you, you, when you see it for the first time, you're like, man, I wish I could have got in on that. You still can. Go to blackdesertresort.com and request more information. Blackdesertresort.com. And, again, thanks for joining us here. Still to come, Jim McCabe. I'm excited to talk to, to McCabe uh, from New England. Uh, we'll talk to him. Caddy's going to join us as well. So we left off talking about Brian Harmon. Look, he had a great record in the Walker Cup. Won the US Junior. You got to have some match play skills to do that. You've uh, you've obviously won the Open Championship and your putter is hot. So Jeff Babineau said, "Where are we where are our putters going to come from?" Well, how about a guy that just gained 11 and a half shots on the field yeah, with his flat no stick? Doubt. That's gonna, that's pretty good, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And you know, uh, you get a guy like that on the team a guy that's uh, known as a bulldog, uh, a guy that uh, starts making putts and knocking putts in. And then once that starts to happen, it becomes infectious with the rest of the team. And we've seen that before in other Ryder Cups before. So um, I expect there's going to be guys on the team that are going to be good putters. And Brian Harmon is definitely going to be one of them. What a life changer, man. I mean, he wins the Claret Jug. And all that goes along with that, it's a Ryder Cup year, so he's going to take advantage, and he'll be on the team and shoots up into third as it stands right now. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And I'll tell you what, if you wonder if a guy like that, relatively inexperienced, first Ryder Cup rookie on a Ryder Cup team, can he handle the pressure? Well, look, 
he handled the moment at uh, Hoylake like mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was just a walk in the backyard. And yeah. when you know, from what I saw, and everybody, you know, you got to love his quote, Bob. He said that he, he one of the fans was heckling him and said, "You don't have the stones to do this." And he said that helped a lot. Yeah, that's the kind of I mean, I mean that's Duende right there, man. That's that's the guy that. You know, we're going to hear more about that coming up, but that's the guy that just takes it and uses it for motivation and and doesn't give in to the the critics, right? I mean, he believed in himself and he pulled off something incredible. I, you look at the players that have won major championships in the last 25 years by six strokes or more. Bryson did it at the Open in 2020 at Wingfoot. Shane Lowry in the 2019 Open Championship. Martin Keimer at the 2014 U.S. Open at Pinehurst. Rory McIlroy did it twice, the 2012 PGA and the 2011 U.S. Open. Won by eight shots, by the way. Keimer won by eight as well. Louis Oosthuizen won the 2010 Open Championship by seven. Tiger won the 2000 Open by eight and the U.S. Open by 15. Mm. So which one of those were sleepers? Not Tigers. Everybody loves to watch Tiger out. Anything Tiger does is exciting. Louis? Yeah, I was kind of a snoozer. Why? Because we didn't know who Louie was, mostly. And he's not a real... He's an amazing, great player, champion player, but not not the most exciting brand of golf. Uh, Rory McIlroy, that was pretty exciting. Young kid doing things that never been done. Martin Keimer, pretty boring. Yeah. Shane Lowry, really exciting. Doesn't matter there was six shots. It was in a tough situation right there in his home country. That was super cool. Bryson, well, that was still exciting. He, he was... He was going for broke, so you knew at any moment he could make a big number, but he just didn't. And then Brian Harmon, some people say that was boring. Bob, I, I actually enjoyed watching him handle the pressure and just did too. do what he yeah. do what he did. So there you go. Yeah, I enjoyed it immensely, no doubt about it. You know, I look at his his amateur career, and um, he played at the University of Georgia. Um, let me see. He in two thousand three, he won the U.S. Junior Amateur, as we talked about. That's being played this week right now. Um, he won the Players Amateur in 2005, the Porter Cup in 2007, shooting a tournament record 22 under par. Mm. And then he won the Walker Cup. He was on the Walker, winning Walker Cup team in 2005 and 2009 and the Palmer Cup team in 2007. There you go. So he's familiar. He's familiar with team play, and he's familiar with match play, and he said he loves it. And representing his country. Down yep. with that, too. Absolutely. Uh, Max Homa finishes tied for 10th. It's his first career top 10 in a major championship. How about, How about that? that? Yeah. That's good yep. news for the Ryder Great Cup team. Great news. Yep. Rory McIlroy, 20 top 10s in majors since his last major win. That's the most of mm-hmm. any player in that span, of course, which is unbelievable. Seven top 10s in the last eight major championships. You're betting top 10? Might want to put some money on McIlroy. Oh, yeah. Tom Kim and Sepp Straka got their first top five major finishes in major championships, both those players tying for second. So, uh, I'm going to make a statement about Tom Kim. Let's hear it, Bob. He's only two years, well, not quite a full year on the PGA Tour. Okay? He's won a couple times. He played well in the President's Cup. He's played decent in major championships, and he gets his first top ten, finishing second runner-up. And um, I think you got to watch out for this kid in the future. So your statement is you got to watch out for him. I thought you were going to declare gotta watch something. Out for him. I, he will. Of course, be a we're guy watching out for him. What, to... What's your declaration? Come on, lay it on. Well, lay it on. I, I'm just saying he will. He will be a guy that you that many will pick 
and that could be a not-too-early pick at the beginning of this coming year for me in majors. So when we so, do our when I when we do our way too early picks in January of yep. the major winners, your Tom Kim will be one of them. He could be one of them. I, yes. know, I th- really thought you were going to drop Mike on something there, Bob. No, you weren't quite you Sorry. weren't quite hitting me with that one. I'll be honest with you. I thought you were about Sorry. to say Tom Kim will become will be a major winner in twenty twenty four. I thought I was ready for it. Come on, you said it. No, Thanks. you 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 were asking. You were about to drop it. Go ahead, drop that. He's going to be one of my picks. <laughs> so if he's going to be one of my picks, then I guess he's going to be a winner. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So there we go. Um, the Justin Thomas story is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get himself into the playoffs so that he can continue improving his position in the Ryder Cup as well which I I know he wants to obviously just get out of whatever kind of a slump he's in, but what's your take? I mean, he said he'd putt with a shoe if he, if if he could start making putts. And then he, (laughs) then he threw in as long as it's a Scotty Cameron shoe. I thought that was pretty good from a brand standpoint. Well done there. Well played. But uh, what what do you think with a guy this talented, just like what, 14, 15 months removed from winning the PGA championship for the second time? Well, gosh, I don't know. Um, Justin Thomas is such a great player. He's got bones on the bag. They're a great group together. Um, but there's just something that's not clicking right now with his game. It, and and all of the guys go through it. You look at Jordan Spieth. You look at, um, we, you know, you've talked about windows, windows of opportunity. And Justin Thomas is just, you know, he's just outside that window right now. And he'll jump back through it. He's too good not to. It's just that he's struggling a little bit, maybe trying to make some changes in what he's been doing with his golf swing and his and his putting stroke. But, um, yeah, he'll be back. It just depends on if he's going to be um, close enough to be able to get into the, the playoffs. It, you know, he'll probably play again um, this coming week. And then if he makes it in the playoffs, how, how long he can last. But. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him. He shoots sixty nine seventy one. Yep. He's you know not obviously that's disappointing. Um, looks like as we sit right now, he's going to miss the cut. So yep. not going to get any points for that. Uh, yeah, it's and that's a tough ask, right? You're coming off of a you know coming across the pond and a missed cut there. Cam Young looks like he might be on the bubble as well, but I give him a little bit more of a pass because he played all four rounds over there. So it was a quick turnaround for him. Not as much so for Justin Thomas, but I'll tell you what I did appreciate about JT is he said that he watched all the rounds of the majors, all the final rounds. So he's still a golf fan. He's still tuning in. He's still watching. He's like, obviously I'd rather be playing, but I, I, if I'm not going to, I'm going to sit down and watch. I thought that was pretty cool. So here's hoping yep. JT gets it turned around because, as you pointed out, 6-0-1 in the Ryder Cup. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's a guy you yep. want on your team for sure. Hey, we got to no take doubt. a break. Uh, when we come back, Jim McCabe joins us right here on the Back Nine, hour number two of Rogue Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. When do you get it? Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us here as we look back at the Open Championship last week and the end of the major championship season on the PGA Tour. And, you know, when you start looking back and, and pondering and thinking, the articles start coming out. And I'll tell you, one of the great golf writers uh, of my era, certainly, is Jim McCabe. And he writes his own column now, which is pretty cool, called Power Fades, a New England's, a New Englander's take on golf. And this latest one that came out this week, he discussed the topic of, you ready for it? Duende. Okay, so I, I'm not going to try to do it justice. That's why we're going to get Jim on himself to tell us what Duende is. Jim McCabe, our guest. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm doing very well. Brian, Bob, how are you? 
super, man. We appreciate you yep. spending a few minutes with us. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun to talk golf with you. Summer going okay? Summer's been great. Um, you know, I mean, as we all know, the weather dominates our world. And uh, a year ago, we I think we had four months without rain here in Boston. It was great. My grass was brown. I loved it. And this year we've had nothing but thunderstorms every two or three thunderstorms a week and put a crimp in a little bit of the golf season, although today is a bright, sunny day, 88 degrees. So, um, you know, you just deal with the weather and you enjoy when it's nice. You like the you like your grass brown. That's interesting. He likes it crispy. I do. I do. I do. I mean, it, then he doesn't have to cut it. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I, I don't have to cut. I don't have to cut it. I don't have to pay someone to have a cut. I told my friend last year, do not come in uh, the month of July and August. But I learned in my you know all the years the Open Championship was always my favorite. Um, it was a great break to my summer and. To go over there and they just loved it when they hated it when the grass was green over there and uh, they did have green grass this year so um, but it was still a great watch on TV. It, it yeah, was. tell us your thoughts a little bit about that Open Championship and Brian Harmon as a champion. You know what? Um, as, as someone who stands five foot, I say five. Five, but um, hey, let's be honest. I'll be honest. I think it's five seven. Five four. <laughs> <laughs> for Brian Hammond, so as a five guy who stands five four, to watch Brian Hammond at five seven, I guess they say he is. Yeah. I I loved it. I was especially, you know, I was telling, you know, explaining to my uh, talking to my nephews about it, and I said what amazed me in this day and age of the power, 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 and everyone has it. Uh, he won that with, with, with a putt-up. And, you know, and I, I bet you a man named Billy Casper would be really proud of that because, you know, it's it, when you can putt, you can play, you can compete. And when, you know, everyone's telling me, oh, my gosh, did you see how many putts Rory missed inside of five feet? Did you see this? Did you see that? I, I think I read a number that was yeah, through 36 holes. Brian Harmon, I think, had 49 putts through 36 holes, and it's no wonder he built the lead. And you know, when you putt, um, you're gonna you're gonna be able to hang on to your lead, no question. Good for him. Yeah, it was impressive the way he dismantled not only the golf course but the greatest players in the world that were all competing for that claret jug and. And it was the, the little guy that was standing tall at the end as the champion golfer of the year. So, yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I wanted to ask you, so you came out, and, and the way you decided to kind of attack this uh, story was to lay some, uh, some verbiage on him, a little Spanish word called duende. Tell us a little bit about that and how it relates to Brian Harmon. So duende is to a Bostonian, um, and I'm a little, a little personal pride, definitely pride in this. Um, Duende is a Spanish word, and it, in, in the, if you look it up in the dictionary, it's the word goblin, you know, appears. That's what it means. Well, it then goes on to say something magnificent, something significant, something special. And there was a columnist, a Boston Globe columnist back in the late 50s, well, the 60s, named George Frazier. 
and he's blood relative. He is my, he was my mother's cousin. George Frazier died in the year 1974, so he's been dead for quite a way, quite a long time. But he was a really extremely polished writer. He covered jazz. He covered, um, it really was, he was not a sports writer, but he loved sports. But he was a wordsmith, and he his word was Duende. And Duende, as he would explain, is it's in the eye of the beholder. Something appeals to you about a place, a food, or a person, or in, in my case, uh, George Frazier was not a golfer. I don't think he liked golf, but he loved writing, as, as do I, so... I said, well, I'm going to use his words Duende, and I hope he's not smiling down with a frown on his face because I'm going to write the Duende as me as a golf fan, as a watcher of golf. And Duende is something that when you see something, you just like it. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to necessarily be the best of something. There's a style and a grace and a class that you see when you watch someone. And so I took it to be golf. And so to me, Pebble Beach, you know, I, and I, I went all over the map with it. Um, Pebble Beach is the one day. There is something about Pebble Beach. Now, can you pick and, oh, my God, you know, the, the first hole is boring and, the you know, the 14th hole is a bad power five. I that doesn't matter to me. It's the, it's the aura, the essence of the place. Pebble beach has the one day and Oakmont does not have any the one day. It's great. <laughs> um, and I went through the list and one of the, you know, I used Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer was, you know, head to toe the one day. Um, Lee Trevino is the one day. Johnny Miller to me was the one day. And, Jack Nicholas wasn't. And, uh, you know, I'm not, it, it doesn't compare championships. And, and, the, and the, 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 the kind of the essence of it, I remember reading and I found it in one of George Frazier's old columns. And then there's a gentleman wrote a book on it. He had a line and then that said, Ted Williams had to one day when he was striking out and Sam Yuzu didn't have it while he was hitting home runs. <laughs> and that was that was really cool. He to George Frazier, Jack Dempsey was one day. Rocky Marciano wasn't. <laughs> and of course, people in Boston, Rocky's a Boston, oh, south of Boston. So it's it's not something that you can, and it is in the eye of the beholder. So the great example, um, I remember as a kid you were supposed to be a Nicholas or a Palmer guy. And, you know, I was a little bit, um, probably I wasn't real by the time I really, really was a golf fan. Um, Jack, Jack was still winning. Arnold really wasn't when the major, major championship. I love Trevino. I love Johnny Miller. But the guy that really captivated my attention about golf was Sebi Biaseros. He was mysterious. We weren't we weren't waking up at seven o'clock on Saturday, Sunday watching European tour events like we are now. We know the Europeans. It's kind of like there are no Europeans now. Everyone is a PGA tour player, 
Um, Sebi Biasero, as you would know, oh my God, I can't wait to watch the matches and watch this guy. And then you'd see him at the Open Championship. So to me, Sebi Biasero, I think, defines what I I see as Duende. There's, there's, there's just something about him, you know, magical, special. Um, there's an aura about him. And, you know, I had a lot of fun writing it, um, and I totally understand. I got I got a lot of uh, emails from friends saying they loved it because I remember the word in the Boston Globe for the years. Um, and they would say, I, I quibble with a few of them, and I started laughing. I, I kind of responded, of course you would. You would. But it gets you thinking, what, what's Wendy? Listen. Bobby, if we were, if I were writing this in 1960s, I guarantee you, I would say Billy Calf ahead one day. Yeah, I, I really, really think he did. There was just something about the way he played, and I know we're going kind of off on a tangent here, but you know, when you can lay up on a par three, was it all four <laughs> days at Wingfoot? Yes. When you, when you can do that. You're not doing that as a show-off. You're doing that because that's how good you know you can putt and wedge it, and the eagle is not in control of Billy Casper. The, the, the head was. And that, to me, is kind That's kind of what Duendee is, that you can be very, you know, the National Golf Links of America. People always talk about the great golf course in the country. National Golf Links of America I've never played it, but I, I know at the Walker Cup, I went down and covered it. I told my editor, I said, I will go. The only golf course I think I would pay to walk. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and that place has the one day, and no one even knows about it, except, I mean, the inner golf sanctum does, but um, there's no championship there. It isn't, you know, it's kind of a proud place. Just sits there and knows how good it is. I love that. Jim McCabe joining us here on Real Golf Radio. If you haven't subscribed, you need to. It's called Power Fades. comes out weekly. A New Englander's take. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that, but a New Englander's take on <laughs> golf. Uh, I need to I need to do it with a little bit of Bostonian there. New Englander's take. I just do it like that. That, that sounds New better. New Englander. Yeah, New Englander's take. Um, I, I just wanted to read this because Bob, you know, is his, you mentioned Wingfoot where his dad laid up, and we're going to have an opportunity to go play there this fall, which we're really excited about. Uh, but you started Ooh. talking about logos, and uh, I wanted to ah. I wanted to read this because you said golf logos are are important, and you mentioned those that have it and those that don't, and you said that uh, logos for Marion, Boston Golf Club, MacArthur Golf Club, and Wingfoot all have Duende. I'll tell you what it's. I think the Wingfoot logo is definitely right up there with one of my favorites, if not. I mean, it's got to be my top two or three favorite golf logos that there is, club logos. Oh, it, Wingfoot. It, 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 you know, to me, a, a logo is when you wear an, a shirt, and I happen to have a shirt on right now. I play some golf down at the Boston Golf Club. It's a very, very unpretentious little, it was, it was the original American flag, you know, no stars and stripes. It was just red and blue, red and white stripes. Cool, cool logo. Marion, when you wear that, people know and they stop you and look at it. It's, you know, you don't need the established in 1904 and they have, you know, the words. And the, 
and Wingfoot is like that. When you see a Wingfoot logo, it's kind of like, that's Wingfoot. That is really, really cool. Um, and you stop and look at it, and very simple, very understated, very, you know, very proud logo. That's going to be so cool. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Well, and Bob's, I think Bob did probably, Bob's dad won on Duende of Golf. I would say, I mean, in my opinion, <laughs> Wingfoot, Olympic Club, um, oh, Augusta. 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 You got a, you got Duende dripping there, huh? He did. He did. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, yeah, yeah. I and you know, after I I wrote this and I, I was looking at it the next day and I realized, oh, I forgot to mention, you know, a Billy Casper. I um, Jimmy Jimmy Demerit. I never saw Jimmy Demerit play, but I mentioned I did. I did get Jack Burke in there because I I still think. Mm-hmm. Jack Burke is the greatest sage the game's ever known as far as when Jim Jack Burke speaks. You listen to him, and he is so good. And But when I read back in the players, I kind of know all I need to know about today's players, but I, I am always forever fascinated going back and reading about the demerits of the game and, the you know, even uh, Walter Hagen. Because Walter Hagen, I remember one of my George Frazier's columns I did find, he, he was the only golfer I saw him mention. He said Hagen had one day, and I'm like, <laughs> well, that would be right, because Hagen used to have always have three-piece suits on, a very dapper dress, and George Frazier liked that about him. But, yeah, I Billy Billy Castle, I, no question, he, the way he played, the way he carried himself, the man had to one day. I I read about Frank Stranahan back in the day too, and I would think that's a oh guy that had yeah. Duende. He did, he did. My um, one of my kind of my cool memory when people ask me, and I get this a lot now that I'm not out, is well, I'm hardly out at all, and I I don't miss the travel end of it. I do miss the golf and the tournaments, but someone asked me a favorite memory, I, and I always bring up Tim Rose, of We all knew Tim. God love yeah. him. God rest his soul. He gave me a number to Frank Stranahan once. I was doing a story on the 53 Hogan, great Hogan season. And I wanted to talk to Frank Stranahan. He gave me his number. And I called, and Tim warned me. He goes, a little eccentric. And I said, okay. And I picked up and he answered the phone. He goes, Tim told me to be calling. He goes, Tim probably told you that I'm going to live forever. And I was, taken aback, I said, well, he did mention to me that that's your goal. And Frank says, well, it's, it's going to be, I'm going to, I am going to do it. I said, good for you. He was a little different, but he said, everything you read about me is true. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, okay. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right, Brian. He, um, he, he's another one that had so much to read about study different different era um no question but i don't know i i i would like i said when you get to that part three of wingfoot hopefully because there's two courses right where you play them both yeah. uh, we're gonna play the yeah. east um yeah number three i mean i i i just remember you know reading that story of course i, I didn't watch it it was was that 59 yes and um, I, I just, but I always tell people that, you know, if Billy Casper really wanted to, he clearly was going to reach the green. 
but he knew he he had that much conviction in his game and the way to play that. And how cool is that? Yeah, well, he made par all four days and won by a shot. So uh, that that's pretty right. impressive stuff. Hey, Jim, thanks for your time, man. We really appreciate it. Always fun to talk golf with you. Always. And uh, thanks for your great articles on your Power Fades Weekly and, and for uh, sharing your knowledge and insights. Appreciate that. My pleasure. Great speaking to both of you, and have a wonderful day. All right, you Take do as care. well. We'll do it again. Jim McCabe joining us here. Check it out, Power Fades, a New England-ass take on golf. There you go. That's how you – if you say it, it rolls. If you try to say the go. R, it doesn't work. There you go. Yep. Jim McCabe, good dude, veteran golf journalist, and just such a good guy, good writer. Check him out, Power Fades. Subscribe today. We'll take a short break. More of the show next. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Now, 
back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Hey, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks to Jim McCabe for joining us and introducing us to Duende. I can't wait to share this with America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us here on Real Golf Radio. Bob, what do you think? The caddy's definitely got Duende. Yes, right? he does. Yeah. Caddy is Duende. He is Duende. Um, Steve Williams, Duende. Yes. Bones, I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see what the caddy thinks. Caddy, what's up, man? Wait a second. Can you define Duende for me? Please? Mm-hmm. That's the best thing about it. Is <laughs> there we go. It's sort of open to interpretation. So, yes. Jim McCabe just joined us. He's a he's a Boston Bostonian who uh, is a mostly retired golf journalist. But he there was this word Duende. It's a Spanish word. It actually means goblin. If you look up the direct translation, but. It's really more than that. So he wrote this whole article talking about how certain players like Brian Harmon has Duende. Uh, he talked about Arnold Palmer had it, but Jack Nicholas didn't. He said uh, Seve was dripping in Duende. Who else? Lee Trevino, Johnny Miller, Billy Casper, Duende. He said Tiger had Pebble, it, Pebble. lost it, and got it back. <laughs> yeah. Pebble Beach has Duende. Oakmont doesn't. Yeah. Interesting. I have the definition of duende. Okay. You know it when you see it, and you can't put your finger on it, but you know it when you see it. And some people got it, and people don't. That's it. That's duende. I call it like an aura, almost. Well, again, duende is in the eye of the beholder. So one person may uh think somebody has duende, but one person may not. I disagree. I think I am the Ayatollah of (laughs) determining. There it is. is. And that's what we love about him. (laughs) Of yeah. Duende. Yeah. I'm the final, final, there, ha, there always is a final judge. Always. We know this. So. <laughs> hey, we only got a couple minutes left. Uh, I want to jump to the, the Ryder Cup real quick. Bob and I have been talking about it. It's an interesting thing. Bob's, Bob's big questions are, do you take Justin Thomas right now? And if Brooks Kepka falls out of the automatic pick, do you take him? What do you think? That's an interesting question. Here's the problem. With Brooks, um, right, who has it, to win day? Right, yeah, it's tough not to take Brooks. I think uh, I think Brooks is a is a good guy to take. But as far as JT goes, here's the problem: you look at the guys ahead of him on the list, and you'd have to say to them, "Oh, you know, I'm not taking you because I'm taking JT instead." I looked at that list and I'm like, how do you kick anybody off that list from 13 up? Yeah. It's kind of hard to, I mean, they're all, they're all playing really well. The seven to 13 guy ahead of JT right now, they're all playing really well. So I can tell you this. I bet JT's got the mentality where he's like, Hey, if I didn't play my way on that team, I don't have any problem that you didn't pick me. I bet he's one of those guys, right? Who's, you know, if I didn't earn it, I didn't earn it. So, Bob, I don't know. Though. Bob, drop the, thing, the, drop the stat. What's his record? So, he's he's six zero and Great record. One. Great record. In Ryder Cup. Yeah. He's got 
he's got a great he's got a lot of positives if you ignore how he's playing. Just currently. He yeah. has a he has a great record in those matches. He's part of the brat pack or whatever you want to call him. You know, the Jordan Rucky yep. Ricky Fowler love love triangle or whatever it is. They're they're all they're all, you know, they're all the boys. They all hang together. And so there's great chemistry there, right? That he's in he's in that group and, and, and I think I've never been around JT at all, but I imagine he's a great guy in the locker room or hanging out or, you know, he's one of the guys. So he has every single, he checks off every box for getting picked to the Ryder cup, except for recent performance. That's how it is. And he's, he's almost on the team. He's number 14 right now. Yes, he is. Correct. Look, look, um, here's what I know Zach Johnson probably wants to happen. I think he wants he wants to see JT play well this week and next week if he has to get in the playoffs and make the team, so he don't have to do this. Probably. Oh, but, that'd be ideal. Sure. I mean, it's it's tough to. But there's nobody who can sit there and, and make it a, a real. You can make convincing arguments either way. There's no. It's like fifty fifty on this, right? Don't you think? It's like a fifty fifty thing. It is. So, yeah. yeah. There's no question. Yeah. yeah. My question is if Brooks, because by virtue of him not being able to earn any more points and all these guys behind him are going to be able to earn points, this is going to be – this list is going to be in flux, but if Brooks drops out of the top six, does Zach Johnson then go to all the players that he's thinking about and say, okay, do you guys want Brooks on the team? And do you think that he's going to need unanimous consent from the players to have him on? Yeah, good question. I, as the leader of the team, there are two, kind of two approaches to this. You take one or the other. One, you're the general and you make the decision, and that's it. The Tom Watson approach. Uh, two would be, let me get the whole team together and we'll make a team decision on it. Yeah, and the Zinger approach. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah. Maybe the more Zinger approach. So I don't really know uh, how how Zach's going to run that, but. If you were the captain, you'd be thinking, well, obviously the thing, what's, what's, what do you want to achieve here? Is your goal to win the Ryder Cup? Is your, or do you 100%. have another goal? Yep. Yeah. If your goal, yeah. If your goal is to win the Ryder Cup, you just pick the guy who's a, the combination of most able to gather the points and not cause a team chemistry problem at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I and, don't, you, uh, and, I don't and you want the PGA championship winner to be part of it and the guy that can kind of come in and kind of flex his muscle and really just kind of say, you're not going to beat me. And that's well, the way Brooks it's is. Bit, yeah. It, it, I mean, let's think about Brooks kept for a second. He is by far the best major record. He blow everybody on that team combined has a hard time catching his record in the majors. Let's think about that. Yeah. 11 guys, 11 guys on that team have a hard time catching his record for top tens, wins, etc. He almost won two majors this year, right? Am I mistaken? Didn't he finish second yeah. at the Masters? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, yes. Masters so, and PGA, yeah. So coincidental events that they've all played together, he played four of them, right? And he's mm-hmm. almost, he finished second, finished first. So he beat everybody in two of them. And 
I mean, his record's ridiculous. <laughs> he's such a he's such a good player, and you think about him in match play, head to head match play. You you probably want to bet on Brooks, right? I mean, he's a pretty pretty tough character. So, mm-hmm. you know, from playing record standpoint, you'd have to say bring him. The only reason not to bring him is if you think it's a team chemistry problem. That's it. There's yeah. really no other reason. Yeah. So. Well, it's going to be fun to see how this all shakes out. Still a couple events and then the playoffs, and we'll see where it stands. We're out of time. Good stuff, Caddy, as always. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy here on Real Golf Radio. Wish we had some more time. We will. I mean, we've got the next few weeks to really debate this Ryder Cup. It's going to be interesting in a lot of moving parts, including what happens this weekend at uh, on the PGA Tour. Stay tuned. More of the show. We'll wrap it up next here on Real Golf Radio. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Brian and Bob back with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Jim McCabe. Thanks to the caddy, Jeff Babineau, as well on the front nine. If you missed any part of the show, follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. We'll post it all for you there or search where your favorite podcasts are found. You know what we didn't even talk about? Jay Monahan's letter to the players saying I know. that they are not going to support the golf ball rollback. That's a whole show That's in right. and of itself. So stay Ooh. tuned. More thoughts on that. Continue to count down towards the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Ryder Cup selection, and so much more. Oh, man. Congrats to Brian Harmon, champion golfer of the year. We got four major winners. We got Senior Open this week. We got ladies playing Avion. Lots of golf still to come. For Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Hey, sports fans. This is Andy Dorf. Check out my show, Dorf on Sports, Byline Sunday, each and every Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time on Dorf on Sports, on the Sports Byline USA radio network and sportsbyline.com. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network.